see, the thing is, as everyone tells you, like, in these times, you should be so happy to have employment, right? But what they don't tell you is, is that employment is not exactly necessary. It's just some stupid construct to continue slavery. Because whatever it is that you're making will far, far be a far outcry from however much they're making off you. Now, the thing is, right, at least for me, everyone's like, oh, well, you can use this podcast. First of all, shout out to all of y'all that are casting your pods out there. There are more than 8 million active podcasts right now in the world that's right you heard me eight million more than there are actually more than eight million active podcasts in the world less than five percent of podcasters are actually making money off of their podcast Listen, I'm not telling you this to make you sad or bring you in on a somber note. I'm just saying, we're just stating the facts here, right? You know, I'll, first of all, you're listening to a seat at the table, yada, yada, yada. You can find us everywhere. Um, Anchor will probably pull this episode because I'm about to talk shit about them too. But you can find us there if you want. You can find me on Apple, Spotify, yada, yada, yada. All right, so first things first, right? First things first, happy post-Juneteenth to you. Um, now, I don't know about any of you, but I did not request. Now, okay, first of all, let me just say this. I am, I am fortunate enough to work for an organization that allows you to take off tertiary holidays, holidays that are not considered real holidays, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, okay. So holidays that are not considered real holidays, yada, 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 but you can still get paid for them. Juneteenth is one of those holidays. Now, initially I thought to myself, this is fantastic. I shan't be working for you whites on Juneteenth. Guess what? I'll hearken back to the years that followed that people in Texas finally fi- they finally was flewed out they finally was flewed out and f- and found out that they was free slavery had in fact ended all right cool right so that's why we celebrate Juneteenth then congress joe biden and kamala harris now i have heard a lot of things listen Choosing our select politicians was like a choice between a sneeze and a fart, right? You ever have like a hard sneeze and you kind of like want to keep it in? You're like, because <laughs> you know, like if you sneeze with the power that is inside of you, your whole, your ovaries will shimmy, okay? Your testicles will shake, all right? So you try to hold it in cute, you know? Or those times where you're like, you know, let me hold this fart in because I know, 
I know that hell hath no fear. This actually is identifying itself as a fart. But in actuality, it's the Rachel Dolezal of farts, okay? Because she claims she a fart, but what she really is is a something else, bitch. And I am not tempting fate. So if those are your two choices, you may choose the sneeze because it's probably a little bit less messy, right? So we chose Joe and Kamala because it was a little bit less messy, right? And I got to tell you, I kind of missed the times where like you could get a quick laugh out of your government, but I guess they decided to bring it back for, to circle the block on stupidity for old time's sake. Now, I don't want to sound ungrateful, right? And that's why I talk about my job. Because you don't want to sound ungrateful for getting it. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 this is nice. This is, this is a nice to have, not a need to have, right? This is a nice to have, not a need to have, bitch, you know? I know the fucking difference. But they gave us Juneteenth. Now, my problem with Juneteenth is, and I know that y'all are going to be like this, that girl, girl it is now a federal holiday but i feel like it should only be a holiday for the black people right because we we are celebrating the fact that black people were the last to find out that they was free in a world where we're still not free oh shit oh shit yeah you see that you know what just happened the the, yeah yeah everything just went off in your brain because you was like oh shit look what she just did there anyhow So yeah, Juneteenth is a holiday. I don't think that white people should get it off. I think that it should be a day that they are actually required to work. I think it should always fall on a Saturday. I think they should always be required to work. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I think in seven years, we can tell them that they can have it off. That's my plan, you know? But little, you know, what do I know? I don't know nothing. Ay, 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 mijo, how are you? How are you? You know, it's so funny how you could have so many conversations and people not actually genuinely ask you, how are you? So shout out to the people who actually ask, how are you? For the people who actually check up on you, for the people who are, you know, don't apply the pressure, for your non-judgmental friends, shout out to all of them, the non-judgmental cousin or coworker that you have, shout out to them. Um, because I, I feel like I, uh, you know, it's been a weird week for me it's always a weird week for me but I think for me when I say weird I try to choose my words because words have meaning and so weird as in like I've had like um really great moments by myself where I was able to just like just chill just chill I ate a lot of shitty shit and I have been eating a lot of shitty shit lately so gonna have to like you know, pump the brakes on that. But you know what's crazy though is that it is so inexpensive to eat bad, right? It's so, if you want to make a bad food choice, it doesn't cost you much. Now, if you want to make a good food choice, if you, fruits, I mean, we've talked about this. The cherries are fucking $9.99 a pound. Go fuck yourself. They're delicious, but please fuck yourself. You know, everything is $100. I want to know how are y'all? Listen, 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 Linda. Okay. Now, I want to know how you're doing. But if you are part of the group that is going outside, because here's what I've here here's what I've realized in the past couple weeks. 
I realized that, first of all, even though time stopped last year socially from a social standpoint, I feel like there is a weirdness outside. Like there's an energy of weirdness outside. People are outside as though they've never been outside before in their fucking life. I'm from New York City. Crimes are at an all-time high. Shootings are going crazy. Like, so there was time to stood still from the from a social construct standpoint. Time did not stand still from the proverbial capitalist clock, right? So I don't know about you, but it's like, okay, so it seems as though everybody wants to make back whatever they lost, which no one should have lost anything last year unless you're a small business, right? If you're a small business and you took an L last year and you didn't take a PPP loan and you know, you're not down with PPP because that's other people's monies. Okay, so cool. I understand how you took a loss. If you're a major corporation and you... Your cost of living adjustment for your employees was less than like 2%, but you made, you still continue to make profit last year. Please suck me dry. Suck me dry, doll. Yeah, because here's what I've noticed. I've noticed that a lot of these companies, you know, if you look at the current job market and um, list of available jobs, right? So... The job market is showing that, yeah, there are a lot of available jobs for people out there. The problem is, is that people don't want those jobs. So everyone's wondering, why doesn't anyone want to work, right? Because that's what it seems like. So the problem is, it's not that people don't want to work. It's that people are realizing it's it's just pointless. It's just pointless, right? Because you're going to spend all your money. You're going to spend all the money that you're earning into caregiving responsibilities, getting to work, looking like you work, eating like you work. At some point, something's finna, something's finna fall, okay? The implication is that the federal government expanded the unemployment benefits of $300 each week. And that was keeping people in at home. Um, that's bullshit, right? We all know that, that that's bullshit. It's like, it's like, um, it's like some sort of secret rumor between uh, business owners and the wealthy. You know, they want to, they want to use the media to trump up that argument but um what's happening is not a feature or a cause of an effect of people getting an extra three hundred dollars a week please suck me dry three hundred dollars on a four hundred or max that you can get in some states is four to five hundred dollars a week so three hundred dollars on top of that that ain't really doing much for the for the average american right You know, in March, employers added nearly 1 million new jobs, right? If job openings accelerate faster than people apply for work, then yeah, business owners got a problem on their hand, right? <sighs> I don't know, you guys. I don't know. Listen, I'm I'm just I'm just spitting game right now. I'm just telling y'all what I know. 
I don't really know shit. I don't make the rules, you know, but what I do know is, is that, um, to me, people aren't going to work because instead of the top 1% getting a bulk of, of the money, why don't you shake it out a little bit? Make it worth my while. You're not making it worth my while. And then when I come, I got to put up with your fuck shit. Jesus Christ. You know, the lack of accountability is is really crazy. And even for me, even for me as a person, like that's because you never you never say, oh, look at me. You always say, look at you. Right. So for me, it's like the lack of accountability is rich. Right. I know that. I know. I know. And it's easy to, you know, not be not want to at least be held accountable. But shit happens. Oh, yeah. Yoy. Anyways. Anyways, let's get into some trash this week. So did you guys watch Trina and Eve? What did you think? I thought, first of all, I thought both ladies looked amazing. Mm. I thought they looked great. I thought they sound great. I thought a lot of you bitches was fucking disrespecting Katrina Laverne Taylor saying that she wasn't going to give you guys the bee's knees. But that's what she did. And yes, um, you know, Eve looked amazing. Eve looked rich. That's what I feel. I was trying to think, what did Eve look like? Because she looked good. Yeah, she looked good. But no, she looks, she looks wealthy. That's what she looks like. She looks wealthy. And she looks like she came out of wealth to just come and humble us real quick with the quick appearance and do a little shimmy like she used to do when she was down here with the rest of us lessers. Mm-hmm. Eve, we see you and we honor you this Black History Month. Yeah, every month is Black History Month for me. So yeah, I just felt like she looked amazing. I feel like uh, Trina won. Yes, we both won. But Trina won. But we both won, but Trina won. Um, can someone tell me why you bitches keep having babies for Nick Cannon? Happy Father's Day, by the way. Happy Father's Day to fathers, 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 and fathers, fathers, fathers. But you hoes have really, you hoes have really, really just have to tell me why y'all bitches keep having babies for Nick Cannon. Now, Nick Cannon who um just recently um had twins this week with Abby De La Rosa um so she just gave birth to twins for him um Zion and Zillion Cannon um and then and then not to be outdone and a young lady by the name of Alyssa Scott confirmed that she too is expecting a child for Nick. Now, Nick, who also counts as part of his illustrious baby's mother's group, Mariah Carey, to which he has also twins with. And um, I just came here to say that I too am going to have a baby with Nick Cannon. So there. Won't we all just be, I mean, honestly, aren't we all Nick Cannon's daughters, sons? We all are with Nick Cannon, truthfully. 
Who's not with Nick Cannon? I am. Seventh child, y'all. This will make his seventh child. Now, glory be to God. And this is, let me say why this is a testimony. And I'm not even joking. First of all, one thing I'm not hearing is mess that Nick is not taking care of any of those seven children or six. This will be his seventh, right? So number one for me, as long as all we keep hearing is that he's having more kids. What we are not hearing is that he's a messy father. He's an absent father. He's a, 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 a un, irresponsible father. He is an unaccountable father. I'm not hearing any of that shit. So as far as I'm concerned, number one, it's not none of my business. But number two, if it is going to be our business because your baby mamas is making it our business to know, then at least... At least what we are knowing about you is that you are a present father. At least we're not hearing any mess. And if for nothing else, even if there is mess involved in his fatherhood, the fact that he is man enough to keep all of that shit corralled in, I I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. I mean, Bob Marley has a lot of kids. And you never, I don't hear anything about him being a bad dad. My thing is never about, oh, they shouldn't have as many kids. Says who? If you're rich, do listen to me. Whatever you want to do, whatever what, whatever your financial state is, do what you want to do. My thing is, kids don't be asked. They are not asking to be in this world. So if they're going to come into this world, then do right by them, right? Do right by them in all ways. All ways. Do right by them, right? But. I don't think that there's anything wrong with a nigga having a bunch of kids, especially if he can, especially if as a man, he is, you know, a lot of y'all might disagree with me and that's fine. But to me, I think that as a man, I, for me, as a woman, if I am involved with someone who has kids and he has more than one's baby mother, right? I am expecting that he, as a man, is a leader in this situation. Therefore, he is leading that there is a loving relationship between me and his children and that there is at least a knowingness between me and his children's mother, if we're involved. He's leading that. That's my thought, right? And if I come to a relationship and I have kids and I have a kid, and I get involved with somebody, it is my responsibility to ensure that whatever, whatever, whatever the frequency is between me and my baby's father and me and you know what and me and you, that you always only have to deal with no outfall. We keeping it on a level, right? Hopefully you don't have to get involved. We keeping it on a level. And so to me, a lot of a lot of times. And this gets into the Kevin Samuels of it all, right? Because I'm always willing to have a man lead. But to me, you can't lead me if you can't lead what you got going on over here, right? So what I say by that is he, him and his baby mom are not together. Him and him and this baby mom is not together. However, he has a respectful and cordial relationship and he demands that they in turn be respectful and cordial to any relationship that he, that he involves his child in, right? 
I expect him to lead that. If that bitch get out of pocket, I expect him to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on now. You know we don't get down like that. Because if I got to do it, if he leaving it up to me, well, then that's why that's why I can't that's why I can't trust you to be my leader. Then you got to you got to lead. That's what I mean by leading. You know, you might have the money. You might have the bravado, whatever you think it is that it means to be a, a man. But what I'm looking for is a man to lead. And what I mean lead is he carries himself with a particular frequency and he expects that any relationship that he is involved in, that same frequency exists. And if he brings, you know, the relationships of past to me, he is going to be like, all right, this is what I demand, you know, and and this is how it's going to be. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. And I'm ready for a man to lead like that. Hello. Amen. Hallelujah. But yeah. So anyways, yeah. So that's that with Nick Cannon. I guess he is just going to keep having mad kids. Um, So keeping up with the Kardashians had their reunion special felt very much like um, a real housewives reunion special, which was very interesting. Um, So far, we have learned that Kim is, I guess, on some levels, regretful um, of her sex tape and that she is also regretful about how she um, ended the relationship with Chris Humphreys, the hump. Um, you know, first of all, I think that it is amazing that that family gave 20 seasons of of their lives to television. I really do. I think it was for nothing else an honest show, I guess, in whatever ways that it could be. Um, I, I'm looking forward to the, I think the reunion is cut out into a couple of different parts. Um, Kim also revealed that there was, um, a couple of general difference of opinions that led to her divorce with Kanye. And it wasn't just one particular thing. Um, you know, it was on some level to me. obvious that Kanye was rocking with Trump in a particular way and I don't I I want to say that I don't know that he was rocking with Trump from the it, this is difficult right because most of you guys are going to say well listen he said he was riding for that nigga and knowing everything that you know about what a horrible human being that he was, I don't think that you should be riding with him in any way, shape, or form, right? But at the same time, I think it always came off to me like Kanye was riding for uh, Trump's right to his opinion about whatever, right? It never came off as like he believed in certain things but the thing that I think that Kanye never understood is that even him backing him from the standpoint of his right to have those opinions 
just supporting that in and of itself can come off like you are deaf, tone deaf to everything, right? Um, so Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms signed an order to transform more than 100 city-owned restrooms in Atlanta to all gender use. Now, the converted restrooms will be single occupancy use, which means they're limited to one person at a time. Sorry, cruisers. (laughs) However, they will be available in various city facilities, including City Hall, Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport, etc., etc. Now, the local 11 Alive News reported that the project costs less than twenty dollars and less than twenty thousand dollars and should be completed by June twenty eighth. Now that is the date that marks the fifty second anniversary of the Stonewall riots. Now, Keisha was quoted as saying, for too long, members of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer plus communities have been subjected to systemic inequities and barriers to opportunities as a result of prejudice and discrimination. Now, what say you fellow Atlanteans? Atlanta, you guys got some really amazing things happening. Now, I heard that um, and is I don't know if this rumor has been confirmed but it came to my attention that um, T.D. Jakes, Pastor Jakes, and Tyler Perry have bought up a huge amount of land. Now, come on. This is, this is what the fuck I'm talking about. This is what the f- land, baby. Because that's the one thing that we'll never get more of, more land. But it is um, being reported that uh, T.D. Jakes and uh, Tyler Perry did, in fact buy up some land there down in Georgia and plan to not only develop some housing, but also develop some uh, commercial real estate, etc. So more to come on that. Exciting, exciting. Um, also this week, uh, sources say that Lala Anthony has uh, filed for divorce from Carmelo Anthony. Now this come amidst Carmelo falling to rumors from a young lady claiming that she, in fact, has a secret child by Carmelo. She said that Carmelo was, in fact, being financially obligated and responsible for said kid to a certain point. Now, she was able to produce some receipts. I'm not going to say her name because her name is not important, right? She was able to produce some receipts in the form of text messages. So she screenshot for the public to see. Yes, she is bringing this to the court of public opinion, which is the only reason why we know about this. Because we should not know that Carmelo Anthony has a secret baby or else it ain't no secret baby. (sighs) Any which way this young lady has one text message exchange with Carmelo to which she says, I should put you on child support. And it really just gives that she wants a more than co-parenting relationship with Carmelo. And she isn't getting that. And she's not exactly happy about it. Um, girl, You slept with him. You admitted that you knew he was married. 
you know, you knew because he is still only, only now is Lala filing for a divorce. Now she also claims that she knows the man that Lala's fucking with. It doesn't matter. They're still married girl. So like that does not bode well for you. But I always wonder like, okay, so you have a, okay. We've got to get out of this place where we see someone, people aren't performative, right? So the actions of a man should tell you exactly who he is, right? Which is something that's really difficult for me even because oftentimes I feel like I have been unable to walk away in romantic situations because no matter how many times someone shows me who they are, my heart, my mind does not want to believe them. But you have to believe the actions of a person, even beyond the words that they speak, the actions are truly the embodiment of a man's heart. Now, if you see that this man, you claim he wasn't going to family functions anymore, he wasn't even living in a real space with Lala, right? Okay, but he was a good dad. So what did you expect from him? You thought he was gonna come to you and be something different? He seems like he's gonna be a decent dad. He's gonna be financially obligated to this kid. Girl, take the check. You named the baby Cash. Take the check and move on. Oh, last but not least, in the realm of moving on, Michael fucking Costello, I drag you to the stage. Now, the reason why you are being led to this table, Michael Costello, and you aren't being given a seat. I do not care how many of the um uh you you whatever it is that you you know I it doesn't matter to me that you're gay that you're you know a person of color I don't I don't want to hear any of this shit okay okay because Michael Costello like everyone okay follow me right Michael Costello tried to drag Chrissy Teigen who originally dragged Michael Costello for referring to a customer as a nigga, right? Now, Michael Costello is a well-known dress designer, um, former Project Runway um, contender and dress designer who has been known in the celebrity world for quite some time. Um, So here's the thing. One of his accusers, Maxie James, who claimed that he called her a nigga back in 2014, shot down James's at, at, um, allegations. Michael did. Um, firmly, he firmly denied that he would ever do such a thing. However, it is being alleged that he's also had some really, really nasty behavior, not just racist, but just overall nasty and tacky. Right. OK, cool. He was called to the mat by Chrissy Teigen, who he later called to the mat because he said she bullied him so bad that he wanted to kill himself. Well, she bullied you because you did something wrong. Was it right? No, it was not. In comes Michael Costello coming back around saying that, um, that, oh, yes, I only did it. And Chrissy is the really bad one. So now everybody's looking at Chrissy Teigen like, oh, girl, you're horrible. You made him feel bad for making somebody feel bad. So it's OK to it's not OK. It's OK for Michael to call some black girl a nigga. Right. Because I mean, like everybody's doing it. But you don't don't bully him. Don't bully him. That's what we can't do. 
Really? Um. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, this this further led to more people dragging him out. Um, and Chrissy said that Michael Costello actually made up some of those tweets. Um, and then John Legend got involved. And then the girl from Housewives of Atlanta, Fallon, she got involved saying that Michael was nasty to her and he talked crazy to her when she was coming to... Then uh, Eva Marcilden got involved and now she's talking about Michael is her friend and don't he don't be like that. Listen, 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 Linda. Okay? Everybody take a step fucking back because we all say and have done shit at some point in time that was really nasty right now michael if you're a fucking racist nasty bitch then guess what whether or not chrissy drags you or anybody else it's gonna come to the light bitch it's gonna come to the light chrissy ain't got nothing to do with nothing the reason why you was might have been feeling bad about yourself is because you was making you you seem to be making it a point of duty of making everybody else feel bad about they shit so maybe if you do some reflection, you, you, you know, that frequency can kind of go away, right? But what you resist will persist. So, okay, please. Like the, the whole thing was just like, oh, girl, who the fuck? Right? Um, so last but certainly not least, Tori Lane's the baby and Meg the stallion. All right, so um, the baby um appears on a song, a new song with Tori Lane's. Um, the song is I've not I've not heard the song in its entirety. I have seen clips of the video. I believe that there is a reenactment of the thriller video at some part. Um so and the video has been number 1 on YouTube. Uh I heard a snippet of it. I thought the sound the song sounded very catchy. But nonetheless, I wasn't like pressed to the gates to hear it. Now, there's always been something, mm, I don't know, funny-ish about um, the baby, Meg Thee Stallion. If you recall, there was a live that Meg Thee Stallion was on and she included the baby and he could be heard once he thought that the live was over and that he had exited, that he could be heard saying, yeah, ugly bitch. Now, it was never confirmed or denied whether or not he was talking about Meg the Stallion. But Meg herself in that moment kind of was like, oh, because the live, she was still on the live, right? Um, anyways, so the baby is featured on this new song with Tory Lanez. Now, the baby also had a really a number one hit with Meg the Stallion. Now, the baby seems like, listen, girl, I'm just out here for the bag, right? I'm just out here for the bag. I'm really not out here for anything else. You guys, I'm parked in a parking lot and I'm literally watching this woman. She just took a, she just like bent down and took a, 
just took a piss very randomly in the parking lot. I'm so confused. Anyways, so in my mind, I'm thinking to myself now, why would, why would the baby, if he's cool with Meg, why would he do a song with Tori? Maybe he's not cool with Meg. Maybe they're just two people that collaborated on a project. Doesn't mean that they're friends, right? So, of course, the internet starts talking and, you know, the baby's like, listen, I ain't got really nothing to do, whatever, whatever, whatever. So, Meg the Stallion, in a very um, covert way, I guess, addressed the situation between herself and the baby in a tweet she wrote, support me in private and publicly do something different. This these industry men are very strange the situation ain't no damn beef and i really wish people would stop downplaying it like it's some internet shit for likes and retweets and she wrote justice is slow as we've all seen back to my good day now this was in response to the baby retweeting i guess the baby and tori lane's cool now because both shot somebody and don't have no jail time now see now i don't have a problem the baby you can do a song with tory lanes every day from here till monday but to emphasize the fact that this relationship is built on your sheer foundation for shooting someone and getting away with it is toxic now the baby has a daughter several daughters at least but the one which we all know i cannot imagine a man being able to shoot her and, and getting away with it, right? Now, a lot of times, you niggas can only have sympathy for a woman that is an extension of you. Your mamas, your babies, maybe your sisters, maybe, maybe your big mamas, so your grandmothers, your mothers, your daughters. All other bitches, you, y'all really could care about less. It, it's nice if some of y'all care about y'all sisters, but for the most part, y'all niggas, y'all really don't. I mean, honestly, I wish y'all niggas would just say that y'all hate women so we could just be done with it. You know what I'm saying? I wish y'all would say that y'all hate women. Y'all, oh, we just, we can't, we can't even be done with it because y'all don't want to be honest and the honest to god truth is a lot of y'all niggas and this don't got nothing to do with um sexual preference let's get that straight because it's not a oh he hates women because he's gay or he hates women because he's straight or he hates women because he's anything in between right there are just some men who hate women and it's either conscious or subconscious whatever but it shows but it shows, right? The only time they could ever like be okay with a woman is if she is an extension of him. Outside of that, they don't care. Anyway. <sighs> so then the baby responded, you don't let these folks get the best of you, thug. I don't got no bad energy for you. You know, like I know, I ain't no industry nigga. Let them fool you into thinking you tripping. Stand on what you stand on without feeling like I'm against you. Focused. Stay focused, my G. To which Tina Snow responded, my stance hasn't changed at all. Yours has. We already spoke about this in private and you specifically said, that ain't even no good business move. Why would I promote that shit? But now this ain't your beef. That ain't real, but you stay on your business, my G. 
Okay. Well, this began to just go further and further and further and further and further. And the baby started saying that he didn't retweet that thing. And, um, and anyways, this went on and on more answering, more this, more that. To the point that Meg's boyfriend, Party Fontaine, Mr. Partisan Fontaine, major ghostwriter for most of your hip hop faves, came on to say, You a clown ass nigga doing clown ass shit. Than trying to backpedal. Niggas, that's what it is. You don't ever got to address her again. This matter ain't about no public opinion or internet beef. So a nigga let a lot of that weak shit slide. <sighs> you niggas is corny. A lot of you women is corny. Any nigga that shoots a woman is pussy. Any nigga that sides with it condones it, affiliates themselves with, stands besides that type of behavior is a bitch. Any woman that supports it for any reason is a fucking sad, bitter, and confused. That's This just went on and on to which the baby responded with three laughing my ass off emojis. You must not know about me. You must not know about me. I'm really hoping that this does not escalate any further because it doesn't need to. But, you know, I just think... (sighs) All of everything that happened between Megan and Tori is still shrouded in a lot of weirdness. Why he wasn't charged, etc., etc. Um... The fact that, like, the baby would do a song is not the weirdest part for me. You know, I don't I don't see the baby being loyal to Tori or to Megan, you know? And to be honest with you, that's not even shade. That's just like, a th- I don't see the baby giving a fuck about any of that shit. Like, he's just loyal to himself. That's how I would see it, right? Um... And Tory Lanez, no one ever said that he wasn't talented, right? Everybody has always maintained. Everybody's always maintained that um, that Tory ha- has been and will be a talent. However, what was done to Megan was um, it was some bullshit, y'all. It was some bullshit. Somebody shot that girl, okay? This is worse than who shot RJ. Like, just somebody shot her. Somebody knows something, but whatever. Anyways, um, so why don't we just wrap up for the week? I know, that's crazy, right? All right, so we missed last week. And basically, instead of setting the table this week, all I'm going to tell you guys is, Live in expectation for everything that it is that you want. And I know that's a hard frequency to maintain, right? It's a hard frequency to maintain because it's like when shit is working out, it's easy for everybody to be happy, right? When you got money to move, when you when you good in your relationship, when the business is doing okay, when work is easy sailing, when everybody's healthy, everything is good, you're good, right? 
you're good. And everybody's good around you. The moment, the moment where those things are challenged, right? Those things that are so closely associated to your ego, those are your things. The moment those positions are ever challenged, you could start to feel like, God, when is this person going to come? When am I not going to feel lonely anymore? When is when am I not going to have to work anymore like this? When am I going to have a healthy day for the love of God? When am I going to find me a partner who cares? When am I going to be able to just live comfortably knowing that there will always be provision for me and my children? When, when, when? Right? Some of y'all done went to college and it's paycheck to paycheck for you. And you wondering to yourself, well, what the fuck? When? When? When is it going to be better for me, right? And the only thing that I can tell you is it is very difficult to maintain the the frequency that expectation is, is about just around the corner, right? It's hard. It's hard to live on that wavelength, especially when you've been living in the wavelength of doubt for so long. You start to think like, oh, well, this is it. This is all that life has to give. So I might as well settle into that. But that is the worst possible thing that you can do. I promise you there is an abundance of love. There's an abundance of resources, provision of happiness for every single one of us. You just have to get on the level where you believe. And yes, there are work, there are things you're going to have to do. But I promise you, if you can just stay on the wavelength, stay on the frequency of expectation, knowing That all your needs will be provided. God would not withhold any good thing from those who follow him. I believe that. So, when you get out into the world this week, just know that you have a place at that table. You're not there because of happenstance. You're not there because of, you know, some accident. You're there because you deserve to be there. And nothing is going to be withheld from you. So fix your crown and adjust like you know. You can have heaven here on earth. Right here. I love you so much for listening. Peace.